This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. Today, Will Stafford, a member of the CHS Government Affairs Team in Washington, D.C., is going to join us for an update on that 2023 Farm Bill. Will, it is time for a passage or reauthorization of the Farm Bill. Give us an update. Where do things stand? Yeah, so the current Farm Bill expires on September 30th of this year, which means that Congress either needs to write a new one and pass a new one uh, or extend the current one uh, before then. So both the House and Senate Agriculture Committees are very hard at work. The White House has started to engage a little bit with inviting the chairman and ranking members of both of those committees uh, to the White House last week to talk about farm policy. Um, and I think we're going to see a pretty busy summer when it comes to uh, the work that they're doing, um, holding hearings uh, both in D.C. and out in the countryside, taking priorities from other members of Congress and stakeholders um, and putting pen to paper and uh, starting to get drafts to this drafts of the bill um, ready to go for the fall. If we don't get a new farm bill written this summer, Will, what happens when the current farm bill expires? Yeah. So if no new farm bill is passed or the current farm bill is not extended um, and, and farm bill authority lapses, as we would call it, nothing too drastic happens right away. But technically, the law reverts back to what we call permanent law, which is 1930s and 40s law um, that have things you can imagine farm policy was very different back then. Um, and it has things like minimum support prices for different crops that kick in um, at different starts of new crop years um, for those different commodities. So the big one that you would start hearing about if there is a lapse in the farm bill, folks call it the dairy cliff. Um, and that would be January 1, you would see that minimum support price for milk um, kick in and uh, and get pretty pricey overnight. So that's put in as, as uh, we call it a poison pill um, that gets Congress to make sure that they take action. And usually Congress is pretty good about avoiding that type of scenario. Will, tell us, what are the priorities for CHS and its owners here in this new farm bill? Yeah, so we're always talking to our owners um, and our cooperative members and asking them what they want to see in a new farm bill and how we can best advocate on their behalf. Uh, and always the number one concern we hear is protecting the farm safety net, those crop insurance and Title I commodity programs like ARC and PLC. So we'll be making sure that those are working well and, uh, and the way they should be and also properly funded. Uh, in addition, the trade title is very important for CHS and the commodities that we ship abroad, um, especially the market access programs that are involved there. We actually had one of our executive vice presidents last week in Washington, D.C., uh, testifying in front of the House Agriculture Committee about those programs. Um, and then we'll also be playing a lot in the conservation title, looking for new opportunities for ways that co-ops like CHS can partner with USDA and help get some of those uh, some of those conservation programs that our farmers use working better and, and working more efficiently. Um, and then also just making sure that conservation and sustainability programs stay voluntary instead of mandatory. Will, final question for you, and it's a big one. What are the major policy hurdles that could derail a farm bill being passed this year and will it get done? Yeah, so I think you kind of have two main buckets of, of hurdles uh, that stand in place right now. And one is the hurdle that has been the hurdle for the last couple of farm bills. And that's what's going to happen with the nutrition title and specifically the SNAP program, which many folks call SNAP or call food stamps, excuse me. Um, and 
and that represents a little over 80% of the funding in the bill. Um, and uh, Republicans, as they have the last couple of farm bills, would like to see changes to those programs um, that, that would usually entail some savings, and Democrats don't. Um, and how that shakes out uh, always is the biggest hurdle on getting the farm bill done. And then the other bucket that I would say is really just general budget concerns. Um, we saw a lot of money added to the conservation uh, baseline and the end of last year in the Inflation Reduction Act, what's going to happen to that money? We've seen some Republicans want to put that more into the commodity programs um, and things like that, whereas Democrats would generally like to keep that squarely in the conservation title. So watching how those two uh, those two things play out are really going to be the two biggest hurdles to whether or not we can get it done this year. Um, do I think we can get it done? I really do. I really do think so. Uh, it's it's. I know they've uh, they've got a time limit on them and and they're starting to get close to that as we get into the summer. But I think we have the right leadership in place in both the House and the Agriculture Committee where they are able to get a bill done on time. Uh, and if not on time, I think we can get one done pretty soon afterwards. Cautious optimism there from Will Stafford, member of the CHS Government Affairs team. And Will, thanks for joining us this week. Thank you. And thank you for joining us here around the table. Learn more about the benefits of cooperative ownership at cooperativeownership.com.